everybody, this is comedian Eddie May, and you are watching The Ego's Last Stand. When I come around, got the whole thing wobbing. Well, welcome to another episode of The Ego's Last Stand. I'm Josh Sarnum, I'm one of your hosts today, and I'm joined, as always, the whiz to my cheese, the broom to my stick, Brandy Nicole. What's up? I'm glad to be here. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. And um, do we do we address now how you're dressed, or we wait that? Let it be. Let it be? Okay, we're going to let it be. <laughs> well, I tell you, this is uh, an amazing podcast for me, mainly because of the fact that I have one uh, my mentors on here. Uh, this guy actually orchestrated and changed how my sets go on stage uh he is one of the very few comics that i label a jedi master uh because he's just amazing on stage uh welcome daryl lennox daryl how you doing bud all right thanks for having me what is brandy have on <laughs> brandy is dressed like wednesday from uh the adams family for right? no reason oh okay just because like the old adams family right the adams family. yeah right. all right not That's, the hoochie legs yeah, yeah. out wednesday okay. the legit right. <laughs> yeah she just undressed. She just showed up. She got out of her car, and I was like, "Oh, okay, all right." Because Brandy looks like a pilgrim. That's that's Brandy. <laughs> she said, "You should have seen the looks as she was shopping today." Yeah, I was like, "I'm going to run a few errands, pump yeah. some gas, and work it." And just work it. That's fantastic. And you just knew that's what you just had a Wednesday outfit in the closet. You don't. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I got Wednesday. I got Pocahontas. Yeah. Yeah. I collect the whole set. All right. <laughs> all right. Pocahontas and Wednesday are in a set. At the Upton House. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that works. I really enjoy that. Uh, Daryl, man, you know, you're back at Comedy Off-Broadway. I know uh, Comedy Off-Broadway is absolutely thrilled to have you. Um, dude, I tell you what, uh, so uh, now, do you originally hail from Canada, or is it is just Canada home? I uh, was born and raised in Las Vegas, but I started my career in Seattle and did everything from Seattle, lived in L.A., and then I moved uh Canada for 10 years then left there and went to New York for 10 years and now I'm back in Vancouver yeah, yeah. And, and what a an amazing journey it's been so far huh yeah this is a 30 year anniversary man 30 uh, 30 30 yeah and you can get to anywhere if you don't quit that, that, that totally true and, yeah. and how does that make you feel though having like 30 years doing road work getting out there doing specials you've got i mean so many theater gigs i mean you've had some pretty real large gigs you know i've seen uh the one you did in boston was pretty amazing um yeah. how's that make you feel uh i'm pretty proud uh i knew from the first time i ever did it i got on stage that i knew i was gonna do anything else anyway but I'm, I'm delusional and so <laughs> when, you you're gotta delu- be. You know, when you're delusional nothing you're afraid of nothing and so right. yeah that's I saw everything oh yeah of course I would be here because I knew I wasn't going to stop <laughs> right yeah. no I mean totally uh, what's your uh, and this is going to be off the wall but uh, what's your stance on uh, aliens Are do we have aliens do you think there's they're out there do you think uh, we've contacted them what's your stance on that uh, I think that um, it would be impossible not for there not to be aliens Okay. I think that uh, if you get to the bottom of the ocean, you could. There's some there's some things down there that are probably alien-like. So why Absolutely. wouldn't you go the exact opposite up into as far as the galaxies you can go? There would probably be some life up there too. No, I'm I'm with you 100. Uh, percent These people that believe the Earth is flat, how do you feel about these people? Uh, I'm not a judgmental dude, man. <laughs> I don't Let's start there. I, I think they yeah. suck personally, yeah. but that's just me. <laughs> I I think part of it for me is uh, um, 
since I, I've been given the gift of not being able to see, I don't really get on top of the social media, so I can't read what they write. True. You know, so, and and I, I love the fact that you said it's the gift of yeah. being not, not being, that's how you yeah. view it. Yeah, I mean, it, what else is it? I uh, got the gift of being tall and got the gift of being pretty handsome, so why in all the other gifts? Why didn't everything else a gift? It's right. Package deal. Yeah. No, I think that's awesome. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, I just think it's funny that, you know, there's so many different conspiracy theories out there about aliens. But, I mean, it, don't you think it's an awful waste of space if there isn't anything else out there? Uh, ask me that again. It, like, it, because there's so many theories, like, no, it's just us, or, you know, no, aliens didn't, you know, they don't exist, or, yes, they're out there. I mean, there's so many different theories out there. Don't you feel that, like, if there, if it is just us, that there's, that that's a huge waste of space? Well, yes. Oh, I see what you mean. There's actual, there's a bunch of space that could be used. Yeah. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course it would be a waste of space, but... <clears throat> I don't know what was that. That was was me. The aliens. Okay. (laughs) Um, So um, I think everybody's making up as they go anyway. So the people that (laughs) people that you know think they're just flat, they just made that up, and so like because you can't really prove anything. Well, I mean, yeah. Until one like opens up the door and just says, "We're here." Right. Yeah. That'd be interesting if that ever happened. I I think it's already happened. You think it's already happened? I think it's already happened. How could it not have happened? I I don't know. I mean, could have not happened. I think Elvis is still alive. You think think he's still alive? I think it's all happening right in front of our faces. Absolutely. I think he's still alive. Do you think Elvis is still alive? I think that uh, I've been on this new thing where, well, the thing where I've realized that. all our, our bodies have like somewhere between 70 and 130 trillion cells in them right right and so if you think about everything that's ever happened those cells were at some point part of those things and so of course everything has to be happening all at the same time because on a cellular level uh, True. It, it could not be happening right now so i've been saying elvis lives within me for years <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, well, Brandy, what the hell do you look like? <laughs> what size do I'm I? I'm about 5'10", about 120 pounds, All right. long blonde hair, okay. beautiful blue eyes, All right. and a dazzling smile. Okay. That will give you the confidence to pull off the Absolutely. old brain. Okay, I mean, you. I can't really argue with anything she said. All right. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> All right. Well, well, I mean, besides the fact moment. that she has black hair right now, so... Because, you know, she's Wednesday today. Sure. Just today. Gotcha. Just today. Just today. <laughs> you now, never know what, how Brandy's going to show up. Enlighten me with some of these alien conspiracies that are out there, because I don't know any of them. Uh, Roswell? Like Roswell's oh, in New Mexico? Yeah, that, that's a, a big conspiracy. Uh, yeah. The, uh, you know, of course, lights in the sky, abduction, right. uh, all oh, those okay. theories. Okay. I mean, they're, you know, people coming forward all with the same stories. Um, and I just think it's because they're paying attention to other people. You ever had a dream that felt like crazy, really? You woke up in the morning kind of freaked out about it? Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. I think that's all the same thing, I bet. You think so? I think it's a, just a different level of consciousness. Hmm. And people are going through it at all different times and states of being, so everything's possible. You know, the the, uh, the Sider said that uh, we're going to come a point in time where we have to travel to other locations. And because it takes so long, humans are going to figure out ways to live longer and longer. Sure. Their study says right now that there is a 15-year-old girl that's going to live to 250 years. I can see that. And there's a 5-year-old child out there that will live to be 500 years old right now is what they're saying. And uh, they said in these long journeys, we're going to be having to have to do something, you know, while we're, we're traveling these long distances. And the, what they said they're going to be able to do is download 
memories of lives mm-hmm. into people. Right. So while they're in this stasis, they're actually going through the life of somebody else. Like what? Is, what is that? Is it Vanilla Sky where they do that? It's, it's something like that. It, uh, yeah. They download where they yes, about download yeah. memories yeah. from previous times and yeah. And uh, I love that movie, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. The really kooky thing about it is they said, you know, it could be happening right now. We don't know it because right. we're just li- living out somebody else's here, life. Josh? I don't. I, <laughs> I mean, physically, I feel here, but yeah. <laughs> that stuff is so far out to me that it I'm is. just like, come on, guys. <laughs> Say it's not true. The Matrix is, isn't real, right? <laughs> it's, like, like it's, it's beyond what my what my mind could even begin to grasp. Right. You you like those those kind of like theories that kind of stuff. Yeah, science fiction type I, stuff. No, I'm not a sci-fi guy at all. Yeah, so, so where, where, what kind of things do you like? Um, broad question things. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, well, narrow. Don't worry. <laughs> um, I guess uh, I'm a sports junkie. Um, okay. And uh, I listen to everything. Uh, people talk, listen to podcasts, listen to music, listen to... My life is real extra auditory now, which is fantastic because uh, I hear a lot. Yeah. yeah. So find an interest in things just because just kind of pop up like I heard uh, I was listening to the Yankees game and then it was advertised for tune in radio on there and then they played and some alternative music and they played some a clip it was like a 12 second clip of some lady named Billie Eilish and yeah. a bad guy song and I was like this is the greatest song so <laughs> Uh, so, so those little moments of uh, sure. new things pop up all the time because I have to be listening all the time. Right, True. right. Whereas when you have, when you can see well, you know those things you process them and don't really pay attention to them unless it's something gigantic. You say, yeah. oh, she's hot. She's Wednesday. Well, like this. <laughs> There's a hot dog stand. Uh, it's hot. And so, yeah. but when you listen and everything, everything sticks in there a little bit. Yeah, yeah. No, that's really cool. Um, so what what kind of uh, like what sports are you into? All of them or all of them? All of them? Yeah. What about right. NASCAR? Is that a sport? I don't know <laughs> if that's a sport. I don't know. I don't know if that's a sport. I don't know. I mean, it, well, I mean, one of these days I'll get a NASCAR I, fan. Yes. I don't know. Are you a NASCAR fan? I am a NASCAR. I named one of my children after a NASCAR driver. Oh yeah. Which one is that? AJ Almondinger. I named my son Ace Ace Jacoby, so he could be AJ. All right. I just wish you. What was the last name? Almondinger. <laughs> I wish you named him that. That'd be awesome. Right. Meet my son, Omnidinger. Yeah. Call him Dingy. <laughs> Call him Dingy for sure. <laughs> that would have been cool. Uh, I barely got by with naming him Ace. So. <laughs> do, you, do you like uh, college sports as well or yep. just, just yeah, professional? Yeah. Who's your yeah. college team? Uh, UCLA basketball, USC football. Okay. Um, baseball, anybody. Yeah, and yeah. Just, you just like watching baseball? Yeah, I'm a big big baseball guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a Red Sox guy myself. I knew it. Well, I'm from I'm from there. Something so. about you. There's just, just something about me. There's something that was just a little off. I can just feel it. Are you, are you from Boston originally? Uh, I'm from Worcester, Mass. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. My best friend just moved there. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I haven't been back to Worcester since I was shit. 11 or wow. 12 it's been a long time yeah my best friend his wife just moved there and my former manager is, is from there oh awesome yeah that's kind of good well it's, it's a beautiful area it's just really expensive really really expensive hmm. uh, so are you so you like tennis as well yep God, you, you really like all the sports huh yeah I just grew up you know reading Sports Illustrated and my mom's a big sports fan too so I got her and then my my dad so yeah, just a lot of people around me. We all talk sports and stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, especially if that's the way you grew up, you know, yeah. that, that kind of thing happens. Yeah. Hockey team. Who's your hockey team? 
the Las Vegas Golden Knights. All right. So yeah. you, you kind of sticking with your roots there. Nope. No? I just have a <laughs> friend of mine that plays on the team, so wherever he oh. goes, I play. I, that's my favorite team, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm a Bruins fan, so. Right. Of course. <laughs> well, my, I wish you, you are so lucky you didn't tell me I was before I agreed to do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll surprise you with the football team. Who's your uh, football team? The Oakland Raiders, of course. The Raiders, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a Colts fan, so uh, there. I stayed away from the Patriots. All right. You're happy now, right? Well, you guys <laughs> broke Derek's car leg during the playoff uh, run, and so we're probably going to go to Super Bowl, so I'm not a real Colts guy either. But, no. so, yeah. What do you think of the Browns this year? Uh, after one game, I don't know. I don't really care about them. No? No, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, they drafted some some amazing talents, but they're just not working on the same page at all. Yeah, no, I think it'll take some time. Yeah. But oh. they got a lot of talent over there. They sure do. Mm-hmm. I mean, in all their course, wide receiver, running back, I yeah. mean, everything. Yeah. Did you see the thing they did? I guess it was last year. I don't I don't do sports, but my husband sure loves the Browns, where if they won, everyone got like a Budweiser or something. <laughs> and that's like finally when they finally won a, a game. Good. Oh, I, like, I don't think they they still haven't won one yet though. Not nah, maybe it was last year. That was, was two last year? years ago. Was it, yeah. was it that? two years ago? That's how yeah. much I keep up yeah. with sports <laughs> than my husband. <laughs> <laughs> All right, damn it. So tell me how your stand ups have been going, man. You all those Jedi mind tricks I'll be playing on people. Dude, tell me, uh, well, uh, how's your game going? You uh, you you basically showed me how I should frame out my set, and I I started the exact same way you taught me. And uh, it, it's going amazing. I mean, I tell everybody what I'm about right up front, mm-hmm. and uh, they know what they're getting. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's just it's a lot of fun. I get on that stage and I just I I, I do me, and it's it's working really well. Um, this weekend we've been having so much fun in Louisville, and uh, we got two shows tonight. And I I can't wait. I mean, I can't wait to get out there and uh, get up on that stage and have some fun. Good. Yeah. Brandy, you want to weigh in on this? How's this game looking? Well, I don't think he's doing real good. (laughs) (laughs) You're so funny. Josh is one of the funniest people I know. Yeah. She's sweet. That's, that's nice for her to say that on the air. That's nice for her. And as your you wife heard that, you today. heard that. She said that on the yeah, air. I know. And your wife, she knows the difference in your game. Yeah, um, you know, I, I talk a lot more about uh, marriage and mm-hmm. uh, you know the different uh, difficulties we have in marriage and the, some of the embarrassing things. And sure. So those things, she, you know, she, she, some of them were true, some of them were based on truth. You know how that is. Yeah. And when I hit a little too close to home, she's like, I wish you wouldn't do that, Joe. Right. <laughs> those are probably the better ones. They are the better ones. So. I, I just like listen. I get good laughs. She's like, I get that, but she just you know, she comes and sees some shows, but most of the time she doesn't. She's seen my account you know a hundred times, so right. well, she's got to live with it too. And she's got to live with me as well. So small know. doses, <laughs> small doses. <laughs> Unfortunately, with me, it's not that small of a dose. I'm I'm kind of a bull in a china shop. So one of the things that I learned over is uh, I always ask people when I'm uh, trying to help them. I say, you know, when you get ready, you'll learn how to put an invisible table back there, and at that table. You know, it's people who either you really want to, you know, they wouldn't bullshit you and they'll tell the truth and you'd never be, you'd be embarrassed if you did bad in front of them. Right. So my table was always the greats of Pryor and and Hicks and Cosby and and all the best. And then uh, whoever I was in love with, uh, because they will always tell you. Yeah. So That's smart. Who's at your table? Uh, my table is probably my dad. Yep. Um, I got an aunt in Florida who I absolutely adore. Uh, my aunt Maureen, love you. Uh, she's fantastic. Always been very supportive of me my entire life. So she, your dad's sister, or your mom's sister. My dad's sister. Right. Yeah. Um, I think that's 
probably it at this point uh, because everybody else pretty much understands that I'm going to get up there and I'm going to do my thing. But somebody who would who would police me would be those two people. Um, you know, my my wife just she's like, whatever, I'm here, go do your thing. <laughs> you know, she's. I mean, that's what makes her awesome because right. she just she just accepts with what I'm doing. But yeah, I, I definitely have those two. My dad's uh, in heaven now, so she yeah. he, he definitely watches down. But my yeah. aunt's always there. She's fantastic, and she's one of those very strong women that will just look you dead in your face and tell you all about yourself. And mm-hmm. she's not upset if you get upset because <laughs> she just has to say it. So right. you know, yeah, she's she's awesome. Matter of fact, uh, we named our daughter after her. So oh. yeah, good. That's pretty cool. So what's the next big thing you're gonna do? You got any goals yet? Um, I'm pushing my limits on my set. I'm trying to get more and more time uh, just because uh, eventually whenever someone says, hey, this guy actually is somebody we need to keep an eye on and maybe make me a headliner at some point in the future, I, I want to have the time. Um, I know I've got a lot of lot to go. I'm not really worried about that point, but it's, it's something I'm slowly working on now to just prepare for the future. Um, I'm trying to get into more and more clubs. Uh, I I made a goal this year that I just wanted to I wanted, <laughs> wanted to feature once and uh, MC five times. That was my goal at the beginning of the year. Um, I blew that away in the first three months. <laughs> um, I'm I'm booked solid all the way through October right now. I mean, just it's 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 I've had a such things. a blessed year so far. It's been amazing. So I'm I'm really happy with how this year goes. And I. I <laughs> Knock on wood. Hope next year is even better. How many? Uh, you have you got a lot, lot, lot of listeners here. Uh, this this podcast just got restarted mm-hmm. um, under a different name because of the one we had last time. Um, we just we had a, a separation. Um, my partner basically quit, and uh, so we we refired it after some time. So we're building back our audience right now. Um, you know, it, it's going to happen though because we've we've got a hell of a lot of influencers out there looking yeah. at us, which is really cool. All right. So, Brandy and all the other people, uh, next October, I'm not going to even look at a set, but I'm going to put you in the Boston Comedy Festival, and you sure better be ready. you got to make the semifinals. <laughs> are you talking to me or Brandy? Yeah, you. you oh, are. Well. I, this is, I, those are my confirming witnesses. Those are my witnesses. Oh, okay. Yeah. Brandy and, every, and everybody in that's listening. So I'm there. All right. Next October, you'll be in Boston. Hope you do good. I'm going with you to carry bags. <laughs> I definitely would do it in a heartbeat. All right. Yeah, and especially go back to Beantown. True. I have been there forever. You have to wear well, Yankees gear, though. That's the only cat. Oh, my God. All right. Well, <laughs> it was a nice idea for you. <laughs> my dad would turn over in his grave if I did that. <laughs> Yankees gear. Blah. <laughs> you know how we feel about each other. <laughs> And I'm sure every Yankee fan would have the same reaction. Yep, yep. <laughs> you, are, are you a Yankee fan? or Oh, obsessive. Yeah? I was uh, listening to them when you picked me up. Oh, well, yeah. I, I think they lost their best player, and ever since then, they just, they're floundering. It might be. I know they're in first right now, but okay, I don't yeah. care about that. Numbers in winning games doesn't matter. Steinbrenner died, and that was oh. it. <laughs> Look at this. Do they, do, does the sun have the same clout, you think? or? Uh, Sure. No, <laughs> sure, sure. He's got the money. Well, I mean, he got the money. He got the clout, right? That that guy. I mean, he he was three deep in farm teams. Yeah. Uh, are they still that that far? Yeah. In talent. I mean, it's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, they, their pockets are just that deep, mm-hmm. and that's why they get some of the best talent out there. Yeah. And I'm still not forgiving them for Johnny Damon. So we're just gonna go there. You can him. have him back. You have Jacoby Ellsbury back too. Uh, if you want him. I don't know. Once they get once they put those stripes on, I don't want them. Okay. Nope. Can't be bothered. <laughs> Why would you go to the Yankees after 2004? Why would you do that? 
I mean, you break the curse of the Bambino. They win the, the World Series. I mean, this guy could have just wrote out the rest of his career and had an amazing life in Boston. I mean, well, come on. Well, <laughs> what do you mean, well? an amazing life in Boston. Yeah, he'd walk into any restaurant and would be taken care of in a heartbeat. Are you kidding me? That's what's important to you is eating for free. Hey, <laughs> you see the size of me. <laughs> I didn't get this big eating nothing. <laughs> yeah, there is a different quality of life in New York versus Boston. Yeah. I'll just say that. Yeah, there is. Okay. There is. Um, you know, higher crime rate and everything else. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would you have done it? Well, I mean, you know, you're you're a Yankee fan, obviously. So I would have never went, never went to play for Boston in the first place. Okay, all right, right, all right. So put all that aside. Uh-huh. You're you're on that the 2014, mm-hmm. right? And the next year comes around. I mean, would you have said, okay, I'm going to go to our arch rivals? They obviously paid him more than the oh, team. Well, that I mean, their pockets are deeper, right? So, well, not I don't know, but they could have paid, they could have kept him. Is my point. You think so? Yeah. That's Boston. They always dump people faster than they should, right? Well, yeah. They just drag Nomar. They dra- <laughs> Jesus. They drag Nomar. They booted Nomar. They just dump people. They drag Nomar. <laughs> they dragged him. Look, how long are we going to watch his warm-up swing, all right? We're not going to watch that forever, okay? <laughs> uh, ungrateful. That's just the ungratefulness of Boston people right there. I was sad to see No More go. I yeah. like No More. Yeah. No, as fans, I mean, we we like our people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I'm sitting here talking about that. And he's got a Yankee hat right there. <laughs> Just make sure I turned it to That's the camera right. so everybody can see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was the last time you were in Boston? Um, I think uh, I did the Wilbur. Uh, right. So uh, I think it was. That same year I did Conan, so I did the Wilbur Theater. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, I, looking at the clock, I got to take a quick commercial break. Guys, right. stay tuned. We'll be right back talking with Daryl Lennox, and uh, we'll be right back, guys. What's up, Kentucky? This is Rex Chapman. I've struggled with addiction in the past. Today, I'm often asked where someone can turn for help. Bridgeway Institute Kentucky offers NAD plus IV therapy to end addiction without horrible withdrawals. I've used NAD plus. NAD plus is a revolutionary treatment that helps heal the brain-destroying disease of addiction. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, visit Bridgeway Institute at bridgewaywellnessgroup.com. You might just be the one to save a life. That's bridgewaywellnessgroup.com. And we're back. And uh, we're sitting here talking with Brandon Nicole and Daryl Lennox. Uh, yeah. And I was just asking Daryl, um, you know, when was the last time he was back at uh, Boston? He said you, you were at the Wilbur Theater mm-hmm. and then uh, you were on Conan, yeah. which is fantastic. Uh, how is it being on Conan? Is it, it like uh, they, they take like they send the limo for you and all that when you're on Conan? Or? Um, they don't send the limo for you, but uh, they give you a great package in the, in the green room with all kind of food and stuff so that all got ate up by the people that was in the green room but uh, they give yeah. it to you but everybody else yes yeah, yeah, yeah bastards uh, all of them yeah, yeah it's great just, you know anytime you get a chance to do something like that it's a real dream come true type stuff oh yeah. yeah I was I mean, watching I that on the way here when you were talking about your, your eye surgery mm-hmm. and 
in, in all in Canada. Yeah, the surgeon, Dr. Francis Law. The guy's my hero. Francis Law? Francis Law is his name. Yeah. Man, he'd be a good attorney, though, wouldn't Amazing. he? Amazing. Come to Francis Law. Frank Law. Frank Law. Yeah. <laughs> Frank Law. We're Frank Law here. I like that. I know. Let's call this guy. He's already smart. Yeah. I mean, how are, we'll get him involved in something. I mean, he's he's on the higher echelon of you know the PhD, so therefore you know becoming an attorney would be easy because I'm sure. Yeah, you know, he just got to memorize stuff. But <laughs> sorry, we we digress. <laughs> <laughs> this happens. Man, I, so I, I asked you about Boston because, uh, you know, I are you a seafood guy? Do you like seafood? Yes. Man, I, I, that's the thing I miss about the Northeast so bad, fresh yeah. seafood. Have you come to the Northwest where the real good seafood is? Do you guys have live Maine lobster out in the Northwest? Mm, uh, you think Maine lobster is good. You just come come out West, man. I'd, I'll, I'd love to come out West. You should I'd, come out West. I, I've yet to perform out there, so I, I'm, I intend to work my way there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I love seafood. I, I performed in Virginia a couple weeks ago, and right. I did, the lady's like, we've got great burgers. I was like, yeah, but tell me about your seafood, because right. I've been landlocked for years. <laughs> <laughs> we have shrimp. I was like, yes. Yeah. We have oysters. Whatever. Yes. Right. <laughs> like, everything she said, I was like, yes. Just bring it out. I'm yeah. good. I'll, I'll keep eating. Um, yeah, because uh, I miss the oyster house that's out there in uh, Boston. Mm-hmm. You ever go to the oyster? I'm not an oyster dude. You, you don't like oysters? No. Yeah, I mean, they have other stuff there, too. Yeah. But, you know, mm-hmm. It's just been around forever. Right. It's like a hundred and something year old restaurant. Gross. You ever, you ever been up in the Northeast? Yes. Yeah? What do you think? Uh, I'm not a fan. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Well, I, I just said I don't see the extra appeal coming from St. Louis where I was where I was raised. It's, it's very similar to me. I don't see a lot of anything extra special. Mm. That I need to be drawn to there. I guess I guess it's hard to go from the the arch to <laughs> the USS Constitution. I guess that's it's kind of a we have jump. a lot of breweries. Oh, you have a lot of breweries in St. Louis. That's Bush Budweiser. Oh, okay, I mean, you know, doesn't China own them or something? Now? They do now. <laughs> they do now. But what are you gonna do? The Clydesdales are there. Oh, well, that Dalmatian yeah. was there. He's dead, but he Those was there. Clydesdales are ginormous. Uh, you know, being the horse capital of the world here in Lexington, they, uh, they, you know, they always have things going on with horses. And we were going through one of the parks one day when they brought a lot of the horses out, and they had a bunch of different breeds there, and there was a Clydesdale there. And I looked at the horse, and I was like. That's a big ass. Look at the size of the ass on that horse. I mean, like 17, 18, 19 hand horse, just huge. I'm walking, I'm reaching up to reach to his back. And I asked the guy, I go, how much does this horse weigh? He goes, about a ton. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. 2,000 pounds. Insanely big. Like, They're just ridiculous. It's a big horse. Do you, do you ever go horseback riding at all? Or uh, you like horses? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was on a horse once. Uh, I How'd rode a bit. I almost fell, and then I never got on it again. Right, right. I never not. I like the way it looked, and I and my Chinese zodiac as a horse, so I try to have an affinity for them <laughs> just because of that. But. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't. Your watch Chinese television. zodiac's a horse, so you yeah. try to have affinity with horses because Just, of yes. <laughs> that got us not a rat, right? Uh, <laughs> you like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. petting a rat. Uh, <laughs> what yeah. are you doing? It's my zodiac yeah. sign. Back no. off. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Uh, what does what does being a horse mean in the Chinese zodiac? I can't say. You can't say. No. Okay. <laughs> can't say because you don't it's, want or you don't. No, want it's, the listen, it's too powerful. I don't oh. want to say. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it's so are you powerful? Are you you're into like Eastern philosophy type stuff? I listen. I'm anything I can learn something from. Fine. You know, it's it, 
my quest in life early, since early on was to try to, you know, I think I was around nine when some I heard somewhere that you only use 10% of your brain. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, how come? Well, let's just try. So then yeah. I just always tried to do everything. So I was always trying to learn how to hypnotize or do past life regressions. Or, so I just That's fantastic. studied every possible thing you can think of. And uh, when I was 20, my first girlfriend was 37. And she was all Wiccan. And so I learned Ooh. everything that I just learned everything you possibly imagine. Wow. Yeah. So I still think it helps with my ability to relate to people in most situations. Yeah. No, so, I, I guess that that is how you would do that, though. It's like you have some common frame of reference. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you ever like look into like the Santeria and all that stuff? Then? Yeah. That stuff's scary. Yeah. Yeah. We had to, I had to deal with that when I I was uh, in law enforcement in Florida. I mean, we'd walk into like one of the cells and they've got like you know a little Santeria shrine built. It's like ah, oh, we don't want to play is with that. Is that like the Haitian voodoo? Yeah. Similar. Yeah. yeah a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's wild. Islander yeah. type stuff. Yeah, we we had a cop that like uh, he was a specialty, mm-hmm. and uh, he uh, was trying to pick up this one guy. For, uh, he was pushing drugs down in Florida, and he he was trying to find him, and he knew where his house was, and his uh, tip said that the guy was at the house. He had shown up, and the guy wasn't there, but his mother was there, and he said, "Yeah, I'm here looking." They said, "Yeah, we know. They told us." Mm-hmm. She was like, "What do you mean they?" And she pointed to the statues and said, "Yeah, they told us you were coming." And he was like, okay. <laughs> like, he didn't tell anybody else that he was heading that way. You know, it was just on a, hey, by the way, the guy's there. You know, and he just took off. And, yeah. So that stuff freaks me out. Anytime someone came in that had one of the necklaces on, yeah. I'd always respect the hell out of him. So you don't want to piss him off. Next thing you know, you got a voodoo doll shake like you. Mine would look like the Pillsbury Doughboy. It wouldn't be flattering at all. So... <laughs> Yeah, that stuff freaked me out. What other, what other uh, like type of stuff that you like? You love, uh, well, you, you studied Eastern philosophy type stuff, so you went into like, um, like Taoism and all that. Yep, or? yep. I just studied it to just get a, a, a working knowledge of it, all of it, Western and Eastern and anything, anything that I thought would help me expand my brain and learn about people. And then all that stuff was really paid off in comedy. Oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah. I bet. yeah. yeah. Uh, one of your uh, jokes, which I'm not going to get into on here. If you want to see Charles' jokes, you got to come see him. But one of your jokes echoes to the hallways of this place all the time because, and you're going to know what the joke it is when I say it, because it always made me and Garrett laugh really hard here. And it's a certain joke where you go, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So anytime we, no. like someone tells us to do something we don't want to do, we're always like, no. no. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Teresa who works here. Yeah. Uh, so one day we and Kate and Garrett kept saying it. She's like, why do you guys keep saying that? And I remind her you're saying So now we say it, she corrects up loud. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, was, uh, is she working tonight? Uh, Teresa on a Saturday. Because um, Jordan was here last night. Uh, was he? All right, then she'll she'll probably be here tonight yeah. then. Uh-huh. Um, unless she she might actually be on vacation right oh. now. I'm not sure. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, tonight's the last last two shows, right? Yep, yep. All right, mm-hmm. so the last two shows, probably Jordan will be here then. Yep. He shows He's got to drive me uh, to Sensi after the show. I've got a red eye to get out of here. Got to go back to Vancouver. Nice. So, How's things going up there? Great. Um, I've uh, been uh, doing this, uh, raising money to buy all those clubs, and then I got a big lead investor. So nice. That's big lead investor to help me buy the head office and all the 15 clubs, and then a piece of land in uh, downtown St. Pete. Um, oh, wow. Yep, Nova 535 is what I'm going to get, turn that into my first U.S. space yuck yucks. So that is a big a deal. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I, I think if anybody knows how the comedy world works, as somebody who's celebrating 30 years in the industry, I, yeah. think, I think that's probably a good thing to have in the head office. I guess, you know what it is, is I think that uh, in this whole uh, content-grabbing society right now, um, people forget where the clubs are. So right. I think Netflix is overpaying for everything and for getting the little guys. And now the clubs are like, well, if you're not... On Netflix, I don't know if you can draw, and so now the clubs get to charge less money and everything. So now guys like, well, I, comics, oh, I don't want to work the clubs because I could make more money in the cruise ships. And so right. the entire club uh, industry is kind of floundering. It's floundering, and, and uh, it's old. And so I want to put some new blood and try to change the game. Well, that, that's yeah. awesome. You know, I support that 100%. Yeah. I, uh, I found that... What's kind of cool that's starting to happen now, it started in the uh, the Northeast and it's kind of working its way this way, is a lot of the millennials are discovering comedy clubs and they're figuring out that live comedy is a hell of a lot better than watching Netflix. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. And so the, the crowds are getting younger mm -hmm. and I, I think that's awesome and I hope that movement keeps going. There's a, uh, God, I'm, and she's going to hate me for forgetting what the hell her name is and she, she's going to punch me right in the dick after this. Um, but she runs a podcast out there and she was talking uh, that a lot of the clubs and everything are being revitalized by a lot of millennials. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I really hope that movement keeps going because you know people like you and them doing you know working on different ends obviously but right. i mean that that's what clubs need they yeah. need that revitalization because this is this is an art form that just can't go away it can't it's the la it's the last vestige of free speech yeah I mean, it really is um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i agree <laughs> I, I agree yeah um I think that's awesome, man. You, and so how many clubs are you talking about? There's, Can you talk about it? Sure, okay. sure. There's uh, 15 uh, wow. all across Canada. And then uh, there's a few in the states I want to take over. I want to try to get as many of them, the mom and pops, and put them under one franchise umbrella so that, you know, the more clubs, the you get more talent to work, and yeah. there's more work for people. And I got a really big vision about it all. Um, in, in great locations, with you know, I'm a big sports guy, so we'll have some sports and music. Sports and music are big things. So all those things to me go hand in hand. Comedy, yeah, sports, music—they all go hand in that's, hand. That's badass. And so. Um, uh, and then uh, I've got a record label, so. Um, uh, big table record so we'll be streaming and uh, recording all the comics and everything and then I'll go to Sirius XM and get a, a Yuck Yucks channel uh, and so when you come in, see Josh comes in as a middle and everything, we'll have you register for Sound Exchange if you're not already. Uh, and so that then we'll record all the shows and let you get first cut, what you like and don't like. But we'll be playing those things on the, on our, our stations, uh, on Sirius and stuff. And so when, it, like, you know, we come into comedy off Broadway, the screen up there is playing old clips from that. Mm -hmm. So we'll be playing our Yuck Yuck channel stuff. So people from all the clubs will be playing. But what the exciting part about all that is every time uh, uh, a, uh, your bit, say one of your big comes on, Sirius XM, it's $50 per spin. Every time it comes on, it's 50 bucks. Damn. That is so 50 smart. 50 bucks. And so, so that money split between the label, you and me. Yeah. And so you'd be getting like 20 some odd bucks every time it comes on. So 
even everybody's gonna be making money all the time yeah that is <clears throat> smart and so modern and i and yes. I, w- I want us to talk further on this we're at the end oh, of I'm our sorry. free stuff no no oh, you're fine we're, oh. we're going to continue this in the bonus stuff if you want to hear more about this you got to watch the we bonus know stuff you do. and it's on patreon and it's two bucks two do- eight quarters people come on that's really easy to get that and it, you know this is going to be fantastic and i know all you comics want to hear more about what daryl's saying and i know all you civilians want to hear about that i love saying civilians that's that's it's from my military days. See what happens to me? See that? Okay. Brainwashing. That's right. We'll talk about that too. But uh, Daryl, any final thoughts before we cut out the free stuff? Um, it's been a pleasure talking to you guys. Hope to get to talk to you again. Come watch the show. Come watch uh, Josh to make sure he's ready for next year's Boston. Um, and now where can they find out tour dates and stuff uh, from you? Uh, just look out there. I don't put anything up. Okay. I'm not chasing. I just, I'm really focused on trying to be something See, for that, everybody else. So. That's a veteran right there. Hear that? <laughs> that's, that's some serious stuff right yeah. there. I just, I don't put it out there. That's, that's amazing. It's none of your business where you're <laughs> at. Just, if, you, if you're in the city that I'm in, come out and see me. Absolutely. But I don't, I don't want to chase fans anymore. I want to chase bigger things for the comics and let them build their stuff. That's awesome. That's great. All right. Well, for Daryl Lennox and Brandon Nicole, I'm Josh Starr, and we'll talk to you guys soon.